Oh, I want to thank you all for tuning in to the 528th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, your host, Daryl D. Lane, as always, wherever you are, however you may be listening, I want to thank you for making me and this show part of your day, whether it be via Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast, Google Podcasts, Everett, SoundCloud, Pandora, whichever podcast, never platform, you may be listening to me via, again, I have a great podcast for all you guys today, again, I missed the Zach on, we are going to preview the divisional round for the NFL playoffs, also talk about the Buffalo Bills, uh, some of Mr. Zach's favorite playoff games ever as well. Now, before we get to that conversation, look at my shameless plug as always. First time listener, thank you, but subscribe and follow right now. Also, share this podcast with your friends and family, whether it be via Reddit threads, Facebook groups, etc., etc. Check on the description below, specifically if you Spotify, everything timestamped, you can click on the timestamp, and we'll send you whichever part of the podcast you most like to listen to. Folks, it is for your convenience. Follow me on Twitter at nighttrend underscore lane, and subscribe to my YouTube channel, just type in Daryl Lane, and you will find it a post two to five minute clips of this podcast right here, as well as my second show outside the shop. And lastly, if you have Apple or iTunes, give me five stars and a great review. And for some odd reason, I'm not the pod. Then fret not, worry not, folks. But just don't say anything. Because you know what your mama told you. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Okay, up next at the break, um, Barbershop Sports Talk. We're going to have Mr. Zach on the show. With the Barbershop Sports Talk, and we have Mr. Zach with us. How you doing, man? Uh, hello, Daryl. I'm doing okay. Um, big sports weekend's coming up. <laughs> so, wild card, not wild card weekend, wild card weekend last week, divisional round this week. We're down to the final eight. Which game are you looking most forward uh, to seeing? You're going to be at that game, right? Uh, yeah, very anticipating uh, anticipating uh, being at the game and anticipating, uh, but I'm I'm just looking at the weather report, you know? I'm just kind of <laughs> looking at, at the weather report because weather, weather has been a factor this time of year. What does the weather look like, like what, it's going to be? Like right now, right now it's it's, it's just raining and, and cold and, and and very and very cold. Not cold, not cold when you soon you walk outside, but you stand out there a few minutes, and then you know there's a difference. But um, they're supposed to be they're anticipating snow for this weekend. Snow on Sunday. But they 
may say maybe after the game, but I'll believe it when I see it. Who do you think a snow game would favor more, the Bills or the Bengals? I think that helps the Bills. Um, if, I steal a, if I steal a page from the Ravens playbook from last weekend, uh, they kind of had a decent game plan as far as running the ball and running the ball and advancing the ball on the run, which is totally opposite of our game plan. But the but bad weather bad weather um brings out the best in the running game. Um we're not a big running team but we, we gotta have a balanced attack because they, they have a balance they throw a lot but they also have a, a nice running game. Bad weather dictates running, but with this new breed of quarterback seem like every, everybody's everybody's putting on an air show. Um so that's up in there, but home field advantage always should be in our favor. What do you think about people who would say that the Bengals game should be uh, that the it should be in Cincinnati, right? Because obviously the Demar game never got played, um, and if the Bengals win that game, this game would be uh, in their stadium, not the Bills stadium. I believe they're five point favorites in this game, right? Five points. Well, it was up. It, well, as of yesterday, it was five. Then the, yesterday evening, it was five and a half. Um, by evening time, it was up. It was up to five and a half. And um, that's a lot of points for for a powerful team like the Bengals. Yeah, I think you take the Bengals in that situation. Saying they're saying because of the <laughs> because of the offensive line injuries to the Bengals, uh, that's affecting that would affect uh, you know the, 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 their performance. Um, but I, I'm I'm not sure about that because. He's been getting sacked a lot over the last couple. He always seems to find a way to keep ticking. And uh, some of the players, 
some of the players from Cincinnati um, they're like they kind of ticked off because the NFL selling bills in Kansas City tickets already and um, you know that they think that you know, they think that they're being, like, looked over or something. But, you know, that's just another chip on their shoulder to, 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 to deal with. Yeah, it is interesting, right? I mean, the Bengals' offensive line was bad last year, and they still got to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, like, Joe Burrow, he can clearly navigate. I mean, it's not an ideal situation, but he can clearly navigate. And the Bills, I don't think the Bills have looked... I don't think the Bills have looked all that good the last half of the season, to be perfectly honest with you. In their last few games, whether it was the Dolphins with Skyler Thompson... Or that Patriots game, which was a lot closer than the score indicated because of the two kick return touchdowns that the Bills had. The Bills haven't looked all that crisp. Now, DeMar Hamlin, you think DeMar Hamlin's going to come out for this game? Well, they say he's been um, around the facility over the over the last week. And um, so I think that would give the team a little, a little uh, emotional boost, especially early. And if they show him on, if they show him on the jumbo time, I'm quite sure the fans will go. I'm quite sure the fans will be going crazy also. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think the crowd. I, no, I just hope I just hope it's not one of those rainy days. But I think the crowd is going to be. Oh wow! I mean, even though the crowd doesn't get on the field and make any plays, it it, it makes a difference. Um, like. Couple, couple, couple of times they had uh, um, the clock ran out on snap, uh, delay of games because they couldn't hear because of the crowd noise. So you get one or two of those game that that become that's when the crowd, the twelfth man, becomes your advantage. Just, just, just reach for things, little things that add to your team and to the home field advantage. It's not guaranteed, Daryl. <laughs> it's not guaranteed. Best playoff games you can ever remember watching. Because Bengals-Bills is going to 
potentially it's one of the more anticipated games, the most anticipated game of this week, and one of the, probably the most anticipated games of the year. So what are some of the best playoff games you can remember watching? I, I was lucky enough to be at that, fortunate enough to be at the Bills-Kansas City game last year, 13-second game. I think that will go down as, as one of the greatest games. Um, I, I, I would like to think that I, I would like to think that will probably go down as one of the greatest games. Um, you know, I mean, New, 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 New England's comeback in the Super Bowl against Atlanta was crazy. That 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 was one of the greatest comebacks. Uh, Buffalo Buffalo against the Houston Oilers. That was one of the greatest comebacks, and and, and it was a uh, um, maybe not the greatest game, but one of the greatest comebacks. Um, the the number of the number of great playoff games that I've watched, you know, there's 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 a there's a number of them. Looks like the Bills were involved in a few of them, um, and. Uh, Super Bowl games. The New England beat the Rams. That was a great. That was a great game. But, Which um, one? Which time? When? 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 The first one. Okay. Okay. Early Brady. Early Brady. That 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 was that was a good one. And uh, one of the games that always will bother me was Seattle and um, the Patriots. That last ending of that game. Uh, that was going down as a great game. It still was a great game, but I just didn't like how it ended. Because they didn't give Marshawn the ball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And as far as individuals, man, Joe Montana is probably one of the greatest Super Bowl performers of all time. His, his playoff performances were almost perfection. Four Super Bowl. Bowls, four, four Super Bowls, four victories, no interceptions. That's pretty powerful performance. You know, for me, I think of that Bills-Chiefs game. That really sticks in my mind. Uh, one of the best quarterback duels you'll probably ever see. I remember one time, I think like in 2011, Niners versus Saints. Drew Brees and Alex Smith kind of duked it out a little bit. The year the Niners, well, one of the three straight years they got to the NFC Championship game under uh, Jim Harbaugh. Also, when the Niners and Seahawks played in like 2012 or 2013 and Richard Sherman's calling Michael Crabtree a sorry a sorry wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were, those, those, those were intense. That was intense. Very intense football. Very intense football. <laughs> And then last month, they just were showing the immaculate reception by Franco Harris. <laughs> that has to go down in the books. <laughs> I don't know if the instant replay was around, if that would even that count. <laughs> That's true. And what also, what makes the Bills-Bengals game, I think, so important is, especially for the Bills, it's really, I don't want to say this is a defining game for the McDermott-Josh Allen-Bean era, but to some extent it is because... Since jo- at least Josh Allen's been in Buffalo, and the Bills have you know finally gotten really good. I mean, one year, right? They lose in the playoffs to Deshaun Watson in the wild card round, right? Then they take it up another level. Josh takes that leap. They get Diggs, and 
they lose in the AFC Championship game to the Chiefs. The next year, they lose in the divisional round to the Chiefs, right? Then this is the year where they were the Super Bowl favorites. Everybody's picking Buffalo. They're favored in every single game. And they're up against the Cincinnati Bengals team who won the conference last year, who advanced further than they did last year. And as a team, they're going to have to go through numerous times over the next couple of years to win the, the win, to get to the Super Bowl, not even counting Kansas City. So if the Bills lose this, it kind of means you went wild card, so one and done. AFC Championship game, uh, two and out, uh, divisional round, one and out, and then divisional round again, one and out. This is a big game for the Josh Allen, Sean McDermott era in Buffalo. It's a big game because you don't want to be the team that's like, okay, they just always come up short. You want to be the team who's winning these big high-level games, especially when you're at home. And partly why Buffalo wanted such a high seat is they wanted to be at home for their home fans, let you know, kind of let the crowd take over. Typically, when you play at home, your chances of winning are higher. So this is a like a massive game for the Bills and Josh Allen. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, we knocked on the door, knocking on the door for four years now, three or four years now. I mean, you just called out the called out the game. You know, the, the Texans lost. Uh, the AFC Championship and the AFC Divisional Round. Um, so that means we, we've we've uh, we've done everything leading up to this except home field advantage. We've had never had home field advantage in the playoffs in, in, in this era of football, and that that's what we were trying for. So uh, it is a defining moment in, in there. It is a defining moment in their in their um, time with Buffalo, and it, it can also it can also push them over the hump with all the negatives that came that they were in there that came their way, and then and if they if they prevail and overcome because the they, the people the fans appreciate uh, McDermott. But you also have some second guessers about his decisions, his snap decisions, not 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 game preparation, come on, snap decisions, decisions within on, on, on the run of decisions that got to be made right now. Um, that seems to have been um, an issue, and a, a lot of fans are um, questioning that. But it is a defining moment. Yeah, I don't like the McDermott hate as much because I'm kind of under the impression, like, you can second-guess every coach. Is McDermott Andy Reid? Is he Bill Belichick? Is he Mike Tomlin? No, but I think he's in that next group of guys. Like, he's a top-ten coach. Like, I think if you if you get rid of McDermott, you're not finding somebody who's way better than McDermott. Well, he's, he's seasoned now. He's, 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 he's had, he's, he's been, he's experienced all types of situations. And so... Now we see where his upside is at. His first, his beginning, he was too loyal to bring in all those Carolina guys, and that kind of backfired. But now he's now him and Bean are on on the same page with uh, signing players and drafting. So it's, it's it's definitely it's definitely time for the window opportunity for this team is is like coming around because hey. Everyone's got everyone's got their contact. Everyone's paid. It's time to get busy. And the Dolphins are getting better. The Jets are getting better. I mean, 
something New England's always going to be competent. Your window's this year in the NFL. It's this year. It's not because, because, because the tape the, 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 the sweeping of the AFC East, which we which we thought we had in our back pocket, is not is not as simple as it sounded before. It's not as easy as it sounded before. And like you said, it's a it's a, it's a it's a lot of talent in the AFC East as of now. Teams are improving, and the good teams, uh, the oh, the bottom feeders are, are are turning into contenders. And uh, it's time for us to snatch snatch this opportunity while we can. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. Look at them next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. We're going to preview and predict the divisional round for the NFL playoffs. Kind of next to the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. The NFL playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new ad existing customers can take a shot at an even Bigger payout with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with one leg you add up to 100%. I know, great deal, folks. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL divisional round and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. With Barbershop Sports Talk, we still have Mr. Zach with us. So, let's start with Chiefs versus Jaguars. Who you got in this one? Well, experience, experience of the Chiefs. Experience of the Chiefs. Powerful offense. uh, Superstar quarterback. These These are qualities that Chiefs possess. Um, Jacksonville made a great comeback last week. I mean, I'm, I'm quite sure their confidence is through the roof right now. But um, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with the Chiefs. Thirty-one twenty-one. I'm going with the Chiefs. Thirty-five twenty-six. I think this will be a game that the Chiefs are kind of winning. By double digits for most of the game, I, I do think probably we'll see some prevent defense in the Jaguars. They come back a little bit, uh, maybe get it to single digits at one point. But I think uh, the game's never going to really feel like the Chiefs were ever threatened. Like the Jaguars are never going to really threaten the Chiefs, though the game could be a little closer than people think. I think some, a lot of people think this is just going to be a blowout. It wasn't totally a blowout last time these two teams faced. But uh, the results should still be the same. The Chiefs are going to the AFC Championship game for the what? The fifth straight year? Right. Fourth straight year? Very New England-esque. Yeah. So next we have the Philadelphia Eagles facing the New York football Giants. The Giants are going into the link. Can the Giants pull it off? 
going to be very challenging uh, for the Giants. But the Giants are on the upbeat, um, playing good ball control. Quarterbacks improving, and a few and a few receivers are starting to make a name for himself. The young man Hodgins, um, Slayton. They they have a few weapons. Um, uh, but I, I think um, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a closer game than you think. But I say um, tw- Eagles twenty-seven, Giants twenty-four. I'm going to go Eagles. 30 to the Giants, 20. I think, I, I've been tussling back and forth with this game. I, I will say this. If if I was more ballsy, I would pick the Giants. Uh, I think it's hard to beat a team three straight times, particularly a divisional team. Uh, I do think the Giants can mitigate some of the Eagles' ability to run the football with guys like Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams inside in the interior. Uh, I think Daniel Jones is a lot better than people think. Saquon's obviously one of the best running backs in the NFL. Uh, and the Giants, they don't beat themselves. That's partly how they've gotten to the playoffs and they've done everything they have at this point. The Giants, they don't beat themselves. The, the issue for me is I don't believe, I don't think the Giants have the chops on the outside to really mess with the Eagles. I don't think a receiver, an outside receiver, and an outside corner, I, I think on both sides of the ball, I don't think they have the chops. And I don't think they have the overall team speed. I think they might have the physicality. Uh, to somewhat match the Eagles, even though I think the Eagles are better than that aspect, but the, also the team speed of the a- aspect of the game is just far and away Philadelphia. I think this is a game maybe Philadelphia comes out a little rusty. Maybe it's 23-20. Then you see the Eagles put on a long 14-15 play drive, get a touchdown 30-20, and they kind of ice the game. I do think this game will be competitive uh, throughout, though. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, the Eagles, they're, they're just the better football team. And I just... If, if the Eagles play their A game, the Giants play their A game, the Eagles are winning every single time. I just don't know how the Giants pull this off, and they do. They're going to need some luck. They're going to need some calls. They're going to need a pick six, a punt return, a kick return. They're going to need something to flip the field at a weird moment. And the Eagles don't really beat themselves. The Eagles are like plus nine or whatever in the turnover margin. So I guess that's just where I'm at with this game. But I, I do think this will be a sneaky competitive game. Me too. Me too. So next we have the Buffalo Bills face the Cincinnati Bengals. The Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Trey Hendrickson, Joe Mixon. They're coming into Orchard Park. What do you think is going to go down? They started out very aggressively throwing the ball against us, against Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo showed up when they got the ball, but they only came away with a three. But the Buffalo can also move the ball. On the on the on the Bengals, um, I think it's going to come down. I think it's going to be a wire a wire to wire game, and uh, I'm going Buffalo thirty one thirty. I'm going to go Bills twenty four to the Bengals twenty one. I think this is going to be a lower scoring game than people think. The Bengals off the line. I was just looking at this. Jonah Williams isn't going for this game. So I think the Bengals are going to have two regular starters. And I think the Bills are going to be able to feast even without Von Miller, Greg Russo, Ed Oliver, Shaq Lawson, AJ Espinessa. I think they're all going to be able to win their matchups. I think it's going to be really a struggle for the Bengals to run the ball and throw the ball. Joe Burrow's going to have to have three eyes in the back of his head. Uh, 
I, I also do think, though, the Bills' offensive line, I don't think they're all that special either. So I think they're probably going to struggle at points during this game. The Bills have a turnover issue. And I think this game is going to boil down to this. I, I, if the Bills don't turn it over, I think the Bills are going to win. If the Bills turn it over, they won't win. I think if Cincinnati's to win this game, I think they just need to weather the storm, play solid football. They don't make a lot of mistakes. Joe Burrow never does. And wait for the Bills to make stupid mistakes, which, if we're going to be honest, typically... As of late, the Bills have been making stupid mistakes. But I'm going to go with the Bills. They can't make those mistakes. They were my pick to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year, so I'm going to stick with it. But uh, if they make turnovers like they did against Miami, they will not win this game. I can promise you that. All right. All right. Come on. <laughs> you know, you, I mean, your breakdown break was excellent. I have to agree with you. Great breakdown. And then we have... The Dallas Cowboys facing the San Francisco 49ers, brings, bringing back some old rivalries, Aikman, Montana, Michael Irvin, Jerry Rice. Deion Sanders. Todd Haley. Yeah, Deion played on both of those teams. <laughs> yeah, yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, played on both of those Deion teams. just played for them when they, the other team needed a chip. And Deion was like, come yeah. on. He was the Von Miller. He was the Von Miller. He was the missing piece. Yeah, he was. He was a missing piece, but he, he, he was in another. He, he was in another another uh, another plan as far as football skill goes than most any any individual defender that I could probably name. You know, as far as you know, a game changer. But um, the Von Miller say we 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 we're gonna miss him. But um, back to back to the Cowboys and um. 49ers, um, 49ers got a very balanced attack, very, very aggressive in the air, um, great pass rush, good defense, good, good, good linebackers, Cowboys got a great pass rush, very much a great pursuit of the quarterback, um, you got, we got a new, got a new quarterback, uh, Purdy versus a it's kind of a veteran in um, Prescott. Uh, Cowboys keep it close early, but they lose twenty-seven to twenty-three. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Niners. I'm gonna say San Fran wins twenty-seven to the Cowboys twenty-four. This is gonna be a really close competitive football game. I think now, the coach. Now, now what did I say? Same thing. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that should be interesting. <laughs> I guess that means I guess that means the Cowboys are gonna win. <laughs> oh, that should be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, a few things. If the Cowboys win this, obviously that would mean they break their NFC Championship game curse. The last time they made it to a championship game would have been since Troy Aikman uh, was playing football with Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin. Correct? That would have been the last time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so this is. A big game for Dallas, uh, for Jerry Jones, for everything they've built, for everybody complaining about Jerry being too involved in the team. It's massive for Dallas. But I, I think the Niners, they have the coaching edge. I trust Shanahan more than I trust Mike McCarthy. We did see both these teams play last year in the postseason. We saw Dallas horribly, horrendously manage the clock. Uh, Brock Purdy does not make mistakes, though. This is probably one of the better defenses he's going to see. I think they're going to be able to get pressure on him uh, with Micah Parsons. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence and all these guys that have good corners like Trey Diggs, Tra- Trayvon Diggs. I 
I, I do think it will be tough for Brock Purdy at times, but I, I think he can stand up to the fire. He, all he has to do is play the Jimmy G role. Just don't lose us the game. You don't got to win the game. Get the ball to Kittle. Get the ball to McCaffrey. Get the ball to Debo. Get the ball to IU. And that will... And, yes, those, they are. Those are wet. It those is. are wet. I mean, they are loaded. They are loaded. It's a quarterback's dream. Uh, it's like mom and dad. It's like... Yeah, Ayuk's I, super underrated. Uh, good route runner, good in the middle of the field, tough hands. It, it, it's really a quarterback's dream. It's like you're a kid and your mom and dad gives you the card and you go to Toy R Us and say, say, have, have fun. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Uh, beautiful for a quarterback to have. Uh, and, I, and I think they'll be able to stay out of the sticks on the Cowboys for the most part. In terms of the Cowboys, I, and I don't... I, I just don't trust them in these big games. And, and part of that's not fair because I think every roster is different every year. But Dak, Zeke, a lot of these guys on the team, I, I, I haven't seen that where I believe that they're going to win a game of this magnitude. And the Niners have kind of been there. Shanahan's been there. I mean, a lot of these Trent Williams has been there. I mean, Nick Bosa's been there. These guys have been to Super Bowls. These guys were in an NFC Championship game last year. Like, this is business as usual. I don't know if it's quite as business as usual. But this is going to be a great game. And this is going to be second I think, and this honestly might be a better game than the Bills and Bengals. I think the Bills and Bengals might be the more anticipated game, but I think this might actually be the more aesthetically pleasing game for the fans. Because if, once, if it turns into a bunch of mistakes, and we've seen a lot of, a lot of mistakes last weekend, big comebacks, a lot of interceptions by one team, uh, poor defense by another team. So it's like, Say a lot of fa- a lot of favorites are in charge, but, it, but anybody can win these games. That's so true. Well, Mr. Zach, I want to thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you next week. And once again, I want to thank Mr. Zach for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I want to thank all of you for tuning in to this episode, the 528th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk.
we take all of your shit And when you wake up, she help you try to find it I love her I've been a thought.